If you do have an Amy Clanger, we want to hear some good clangers. Amy Clangers, who covers clangers at home and on the road? Amy does. They do a terrific job. And look, the West Coast Eagles this week, of course, the clanger was the game against Hawthorne on Sunday, but the mixed messages coming out from the football club, it's all been a bit of a clanger. But Adam Simpson today, he assured the fans that he's the man for the long term. And let's take a listen to his press conference today. Adam, you're returning trio. Will any of them be on managed minutes this weekend? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, we probably can't afford to do that at the moment. So, yeah, uh, Luke Edwards is back as well, so, which is a, he's probably in our best 22, we reckon, a young player. So that's, that's good to get some soldiers back. But unfortunately, we lose a couple with uh, Jermaine Jones. He'll be out for a fair, fair stint. Haven't got, got the results back yet, but looks like most of the back half of the season so unfortunately with what's going on we get some players back and we lose a couple but we'll definitely enjoy getting some senior boys back. I know you mentioned um, last night that you, the approach has been a bit more conservative with these blokes coming back in maybe giving them the extra week just to make sure so you, you're confident they will things can happen obviously but you're confident they will get through the <laughs> Uh, we are, yeah. It's um, it's probably more. Oh, let's get them back in and manage their minutes. To let's just get them back in and they're right to go. That's that's an approach that you know. Um, every player is different, but we'll, we've gone with that one with a couple of our senior players. How do you plan to use Joe? We've seen in different roles in terms of coming back from injury. How do you plan to use him? Pretty similar to what we used to do, yeah. So we played him back last time, and we'll probably do that again. Yeah, a bit a bit on ball time, but. Um, yeah, pretty similar to what he did earlier in the year. And just that injection of experience into your back line with the, the three ends, how crucial is that this week? Well, yeah, well, we saw last week um, some of the vulnerabilities we had with um, poor defence up the field. It let us real, really open down back. So, yeah, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be good to come back. Adam Simpson there, SEN's Mark Duffield as well, asking the hard-hitting questions, but defiant, strong, honest, yep. and uh, really trying to give it back and dig in for the fight. And it would be a clangor if they didn't fight this through, the West Coast Eagles. And all of those players that played last week, well, most of them get a second chance. And you do get that in sport where you can actually rule a line through that one, try and forget about it, learn from it, but come back and show something for your coach, for your club, for your emblem, for your family. And I'd be surprised if they didn't bring better effort this weekend, Mardo. I think across the 13 years I was out there playing with the Perth Wildcats and the West Sydney Razorbacks, there might have been maybe three games where we absolutely got smashed. And we actually got into video on the Monday and they said, you know what, we're not even going to watch that. There's mm. nothing to learn from it. Let's just forget it and move on. But because I had that happen three times, you know, we'd get beaten badly. Another game, I thought, could this be the time where we don't even have to watch it? And inevitably, we watched every single possession time and time again because that's what sport is, is you lose and then you dread however many days it is between then, the initial video oh. review, and then getting out and hopefully playing redeeming. It's one of the great tactics of coaches oh. because you just fret about it. Yep. You're like, oh, no, and you know what you've done. And there <laughs> might be two or three times where I just didn't go hard enough for the ball. I didn't chase yep. and tackle. I went a little bit more selfish on that play, and you're just waiting. And then you get in the room, and then all of a sudden the coach throws it all out and says, boys, we're not even going to worry about that one. We're looking forward. And you can just see everybody in the room, and they just they grow two feet. It doesn't. But, 
You can't do that all the okay, time. So it doesn't happen happen often, but when it does, that training session, it's almost like, all right, I'm going to repay the coach's faith by not embarrassing me, not humiliating the mm. team, and this is going to be a good training session. But, yeah, there weren't many of them. So what will it be about for Adam Simpson and the boys? Like, clearly it's just about effort and intensity for me. That They need to find out who are those players that are going to dig in mm-hmm. under this sort of controversy and try and find something and get their way out of this mess. Oh, I don't think it's going to be much around game style. It's more about just effort and pressure and tackling and trying to get the ball back. Maybe there's some scope to freshen up a few players, some different roles and those types of things. Easy to sit back and say, let's just have a bit of fun, but maybe just getting the flair back into the West Coast Eagles and they're going to make mistakes accepting that, but just trying to bring intensity and fun back into the contest somehow. Yeah, I think that they're nervous or if they second-guess themselves, when you think too much, you slow down. And they mm. can't play a slow brand of football. I just don't think they've got the skill set to back it up. But if they go out there and are able to have fun and play full pace like they're back in the juniors, back themselves, who cares about the scoreboard? I just want to see the effort areas improve because that's where it's frustrating when you're losing and it doesn't seem like anyone's caring that you're losing. When you're losing, you know there's pressure on your coach and it doesn't seem like the players care that your coach could lose his lose his job. Trevor Nisbet's been in the media more, I think, in the last week in a negative way mm. than I can recall, at least in my 12 years, where there's actually heat on his job. That rarely happens. That never happens. So if you care about your board members, you care about the ownership group, if you care about everybody behind the scenes, then it's going to be shown by how hard you go after every single ball and the effort that's applied, regardless of what the end result will be. So I think we're going to learn more about the individuals and their eyes or their, you know, how they feel about their club this weekend more than any other game we've seen. Wouldn't it be a great show of support for West Coast if all their members turned up and they got 50,000 plus? Mm. What about the message that would send to the group? We're behind you, but we're coming expecting you to do your part and show up and give that effort. Well, it usually comes from the players first. If the players show the effort, then the fans will respond, mm. but it shouldn't be on the, the fans to show up first in order for the players to give the effort a little bit more. So I'm hoping it's a great turnout. Would love nothing more than an Eagles win. We'll get to our tips a little bit later, but last weekend was a clanger for them, but that press conference, give a big tick towards Adam Simpson. I thought he heard himself well. Another team I'm going to give the clanger to though, Collingwood Magpies, their footy team with how they've handled their netball team. Now, I don't think you can bring in a professional team with the understanding that we're in it for the long haul to only be in it for, what, five, six, seven seasons. And then the way they've just gone about it, saying effective almost immediately Mm. at the end of the season, we're done. That's not a warning. Give us 12 months, 18 months. Try and find someone to buy it. Do anything. Don't just say, no, we're giving up and handing back the license. We haven't really heard why they're handing it back. Is it purely financial? Were they stretching themselves too thin trying to be the number one team in footy and trying to do it in netball? You know, I praise their footy club. Love Craig McRae. think what they've done is amazing. But the handling of their netball team is just horrible. And uh, I think it's been an absolute clangor for an organisation that I'd find it hard is struggling financially. And I do think they got some good government money too because mm-hmm. they had the you netball program. Point. They had the AFLW program, VFLW program as well. And, of course, Collingwood, with that comes some bonuses, I guess, from the government. Mm-hmm. So there were some infrastructure upgrades. I think one of the parts of this that's probably not spoken about is that they did go to Netball Australia who are in a mess and they can't tell you anything. So Collingwood's going, it doesn't look good on our 
on our balance sheet. Mm-hmm. What are the projections? What's happening next year? They don't have a CBA in place. So I think it made it pretty untenable for them in a sense that they couldn't go forward with certainty. And I know, particularly in the AFL, there's normally seven years of certainty in relation to the CBA that's signed, you know, a long time in advance. On their AFL team, did you know that they're sitting in first and they're the only team that hasn't played Hawthorne, West that Coast right. so or North Melbourne? Ones. So they haven't played any of the bottom three. I've got another clanger. Tom Addy. He won the June Lup Resort, the competition over the last weekend with golf. We had him on the show. Had him on the show. Great guy. But he had a clanger because he was playing Cooper Connolly at the same time when he was on the show. So superstar golfer alongside his superstar mate in Cooper Connolly with the bat. But he gave his friend 34 shots head start across 18 holes with lunch Did on the line the for result? the loser. Well, Tom hit a hole in one. Did he on that day? <laughs> on that day. So we had him on air during the during the round. A couple of holes later, he got a hole in one, gave Con- Connolly 34 shots and just lost. So Cooper oh, Connolly had a free meal. So <laughs> good on you, Tom. But you might have been a little bit too generous, a bit of a clanger from your end. Hey, Dirk's weighed in. Hayes, list management, West Coast, GWS has its first round pick, currently number four plus Richmond, number five from the Hopper deal with the Giants trade, two top five picks for Pick number one, it's exactly the kind of trade the Eagles may consider. If Harold Himmelberg leaves GWS, they could get a third top 10 pick as free agency compensation. West Coast would know that the number one pick, Harley Reid, is not going to fix the player rebuild. Pick four and five would get a midfielder and key position back or forward. It's a possibility, Dirk, and you raise some good points there. But I think GWS are faced with the same conundrum. that They'd be looking at Harley Reid and saying, well, is he a flight risk from our Club, yep. the Giants, and I reckon West Coast would have more chance of keeping Harley Reid than probably the Giants do because of, you know, playing here at Optus Stadium, 60,000, biggest club in the land, 100,000 members, and a really good culture of keeping most of their players, the West Coast Eagles. So, and do the Giants need pick four and five too? Are they looking at uh, splitting picks to get more talent in because they need it after being a bit vulnerable with some of their list management decisions in recent times? Had another text message come through. I'll read this out and then I'll get to my final clangor. Hi, Hayes. We saw what happened when Alex Pierce greeted Rory Lobb before the start of the match in round six. This will not happen when Luke Jackson plays against his old side tomorrow. However, I can assure you that Max Gorn will be into his ear reminding him who taught him his ruck craft. Please remember, Melbourne supporters, that Luke Jackson played a significant role in our premiership year. Please don't give him a hard time. No, give him a hard time. He left (laughs) after three years and he should get a hard time. That's how footy should be. But it is different when you get a premiership. And in the end... There's a trade that's done. So mm. if you do your work and everybody's talking about Jackson and he's been better, I'm waiting to see what the Dockers could have missed out on. They picked up a key forward, Matthew Jefferson, who in his first two games in the VFL, I think kicked seven goals. And then he's been a bit quiet since then. Plus they have Fremantle's first pick in the draft this year. So you can turn it into yeah. a win-win for you. And, you know, you look at Geelong and one of the key reasons why they've stayed up the top is because one of their gun players left and that was Tim Kelly. They got a suite of picks, yeah. four picks. And with those picks, they turned into Jeremy Cameron and Jordan Clark was the other one that came back to Fremantle. So sometimes losing players in their prime is not the worst because you mm. can replace them and you often get paid overs for it. But I don't think Melbourne will boo too much, but Grawn... Do I say Grawn? <laughs> Gorn and Grundy. Grawn. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Grawn. Yeah, yeah, Grawn. That works, yeah, like doesn't it. it? Yeah, go with it. Roll with it. They've got to worry about Sean Darcy because he's the number one ruckman in the competition right now and they've just been slightly off those two.
Last clanger from Ian Hayes. Did you see today's West Australian? Yes. Now, I really appreciate the marketing, the advertising, promoting the radio show. We've got, you know, obviously Tim Gorsuch oh. and Scotty Cummings in the morning. You and I on right now. Are you talking about our photo in there? <laughs> Did you see the photos? Of me? Well, no, on all four of us. Well, Scotty Cummings <laughs> sent it through. So all four of us, something's happened. Now, I'm going to blame you here, Hayes, because you went after the West Australian, attacking them, having a go at them with some of the most recent articles written. I think they've done something to all of our eyes. So look at Goss, look at you, Whoa. look at me. <laughs> I don't know what's I happened. I didn't pick that up. I looked at the, the one that Scotty <laughs> sent through. My eyes look fine. Yeah, well, and I'm employed by them. Yours. You look like you <laughs> look like I'm looking directly up. <laughs> and, and Scotty looks like he's just had a, he's been bitten by a bee or maybe a hive of bees or he's just had a suck on a lemon. The way that he looks. And Timmy, Timmy's got the lazy eye. What is going on there in the West? You've got to have a look at it. Grab the West Australian. I don't know if anyone's tuning into us off the back of uh, that promotion, but Mine the, the West have got okay. us good. <laughs> well, yours look okay because of how bad the other three of us are, isn't that? So, uh, yeah, an absolute clanger, whoever printed that. That is a stitcher. <laughs> that is, that is one of the best. Oh, Scotty's not too happy with that at all, is he? <laughs> uh, he saw it as well. So, nah, there's my final clanger. Oh, if you've got one, Amy's Clangers for Good is back, giving away much-needed funds to grassroots clubs to enter. Go to afl.com.au slash clangers for good. We need to take a break on the other side. If you want to get involved, you can. The Temperate Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736 or the Kia open line 131255. More Kia, get more.